Welcome back to another episode of LFG Life Hacks on how to maximize every dollar with Jordan Mantel and Ivan May. Happy to be back as always. Um, hope everyone's well out there. Uh, it's crazy last week with all the political madness and, you know, lawsuits and all types of craziness going on in the world. But, um, but it looks like everything is going to be moving smoothly with that, but not to talk about politics. But to get more on what's going on here with LFG, Jordan, how's it going, dude? Yo, 2020 has been nuts. I'm I'm happy to be back. Um, this past week was crazy. I'm excited for this episode. We're going to kind of talk about um, a lot of the concepts that we've covered, uh, really hash out some stuff that's been going on in the market this week, right? We can stay up to date with vaccine stuff and kind of what's going on with that, how, what kind of gains people have seen, what are people doing with their money? Um, yeah. just keep yeah. reiterating the concepts that we've been hammering home. So it's going to be a fun. Exactly. Episode. Yeah, no, I think, um, I think you're right. Like it's, it's definitely an episode where we get to kind of just do a little review and just touch on some things that we've talked about and also, you know, stay current, talk about what's going on in the markets now and how everybody's doing and how we're doing and what our experience has been like over the last few weeks or few months. Seriously, I, yeah. I always feel like that's helpful too, right? Because um, instead of just always staying by the book and, you know, giving definitions, blah, 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 we can we can talk about how this relates to your life, right? And take these concepts and relate them to your life because mm -hmm. um, everyone's different, you know, everyone's different. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think one thing that's cool is one thing that you and I always do, we always talk about like, oh man, like, what's good stuff to buy or, you know, what's, what's like an interesting industry or, you know, category in business, like to kind of do some research on and do our own due diligence. And it's like, it's just cool being able to bounce that back and forth. And it's fun to, you know, include everybody else too into the conversation. Oh yeah. Now it's, now it's a fun, fun time in the market. Let's, let's make no mistake about it. It's a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's still, it's still fun. That's for sure. That's for sure. No. So, so kind of going back to, really just like the main points we've been hammering, right? So some things that we're going to discuss today, guys, we're going to talk about compound interest. We're going to talk about index funds. We're going to talk about dollar cost averaging, ETFs, maybe some asset allocation stuff, um, and then just start early and often, right? So Ivan, with you, um, we've talked about compound interest a lot, right? And that's really the concept of putting your money uh, in an index fund, in a stock, whatever the investment is every single month and then watching that money make money and then that money makes money, right? Like your money and the interest that it makes continues to compound on each other. And that's how you're able to see portfolios grow immensely over 10 years, 15, 20, 30 years. So for you, like, what have you seen so far in your like rich life for how compound interest has affected you? And what do you really want to reiterate um, to our listeners about that? No, 100%. Um... I think in regards to compound interest, like I always think of, I think this is a Warren Buffett like theory and strategy, but basically you can think of it as take a penny, invest a penny, and then have that penny double every day for a month. And like, just put that into a calculator and you're, you're probably going to be amazed with the number you see, but really personally, when it comes to compound interest, it's just been something where if some of my investments have multiplied by, you know, two or three times, or if they've um, increased by 50%, if I make another 50% or another 100% or something, which these are not 
realistic numbers. I'm just saying you can use these for your own calculations. But basically, just seeing that number grow, um, it, it's insane just because you can see what compound interest really does over the life of your investments. So really, it's kind of a long-term play of where you think don't like if you move this money or if you take it out you're really just hurting yourself in the long term because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day it's just going to grow exponentially for you and Jordan, i know you've seen that yeah. too no you're you made such a good point like about taking your money out right um so we can just use the example of 08 right uh when the crap when the pretty much like the last crash happened before covid a more serious crash a lot of people played the card like oh 08 happened i lost all my money in the stock market um like i'm broke right mm -hmm. well that's 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 not what happened if you, if you if you lost your money in the stock market it's because you had a principle it crashed your money went down and you got scared and you pulled out that's really what happened right but yeah. you have to just be like i think for me it's more of a mindset thing like you have to be dedicated to the process of compound interest so that process is no matter what the market is doing covid crash great depression it don't matter Keep your money no. in there and keep yeah. putting money in every single month. And then that money is going to grow to amounts that you would never think about. And it's the easiest form of passive investing too. It's like with our smartphones and technology, my asset allocations every month is the simplest thing ever. I literally go on an app. My bank is already linked right to my investment account. I know exactly how much money I'm going to put in it for the most part every month, give or take like how the month goes. Exactly. And then it's just a, it's a couple of tap of fingers. It's the it's the easiest form of passive investing. There's no need to make uh, the easy complicated. So yeah, no, I mean, when you're, yeah, no, no, keep going, keep going. Well, I was gonna say, well, I was gonna say, so when you're putting money in every single month, what is we've talked about that term. So what is that term when you when you put a consistent amount of money in every single month over a long period of time? Like what, what have we called that? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's dollar cost average. So basically, yeah, it's just consistent investing consistent automated passive form of investing so just like what you were just saying jordan like if you're if you have a consistent monthly income or a consistent inflow of funds which some of us do some of us don't but if you're able to pretty much just break out a comfortable percentage to dollar cost average and like meet some of your investment goals that's just the best way to do it who cares buy high when the market's high buy more at a lower price when the market's low just kind of how it just how it works and for the most part a lot of you probably do this within your 401ks or your iras so that's already a form of dollar cost average but you also probably want to start doing this personally too um with some of your own accounts that you'd have you know independently outside of your corporations or business you work for hundred percent, hundred percent. So just to give you guys a quick, really quick understanding, because I know we've talked about these investment calculators, right? And hopefully some of you have started to play around with them, use our links and that those investment calculators are meant to show you the power of compound interest. But I have one up, up right now. We're just going to run a really quick case study so you can see what we're talking about. Okay. Love it. So like Ivan was saying, most of you guys are probably investing in a 401k uh, or some sort of company investment plan, or hopefully you opened up your Roth IRA like we recommended. Um, everything outside of that should be going in your own accounts in the taxable brokerage, as we discussed, I believe episode four, maybe. Exactly. Um, so let's say you had an extra thousand dollars to contribute to an index fund every single month, right? In the account, you have zero, you're starting to invest from scratch right now, right? 
And we're going to see what this account looks like after 25 years coming back at an 8% return at the market. Okay. Even 8% is a little bit low, but we'll just go on the low end to see what that looks like. Okay. Shoot, so I'll take again, 8%. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> start, starting amount, starting amount in the portfolio is zero. After 25 years at an 8% return, putting $1,000 a month, $12,000 a year, your end balance will be. Drum roll. $908,000, guys. $908,000. So you'll pretty much have a million dollars in 25 years if you just put $1,000 a month in an 8% return, right? Um, so that that's crazy. That's that's No, I think, I mean, that, yeah, that makes That's about it. If, if that doesn't make people want to jump at just dollar cost averaging, I don't know who wouldn't. And this, yeah. And you know, what's crazy about that. So the action in, in this case study, the total contributions of your own principal, what you put in over that 25 year span is $300,000, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You of your own money that came out of your checking account is $300,000. That means you made 600 grand in compound interest. So you doubled your principal, mm -hmm. right? just from clicking a couple buttons, right? It's that's it's well, yeah. That's so I mean, and that yeah. kind of that can lead into like another topic that we're talking about today and kind of just going over which is return on investment. So what yeah. Jordan just broke down for you is that your principal was 300,000. And then the total at the end of your investing, or not even at the end, but after 25 years, of 8% return is over $900,000. So basically, your return on investment was over 200%. So even if you don't do $1,000 a month, let's say you only do $500 a month or $200 a month, whatever you do, what we're really saying here is that your percentage on return is going to be reflected on the compound interest. If you see that 200%, that's, that's something significant. So just kind of keep that in mind too. I think that's a good way to like speak about index funds versus individual stocks too, mm -hmm. right? Because you can dollar cost average an individual stock, but it's probably not as likely. Like, would you say that more people probably put like a lump sum in an individual stock or they dollar cost average it for a certain amount of time? It's probably not as consistent as an index fund, you know? No, 100%. So, yeah. When people speak about index funds, they're like, oh, well, I can only get eight to 12% returns, but they're not accounting for compound interest because index fund investing is simple, boring, and mm -hmm. consistent every single month. Yeah. So technically speaking, like, yes, it is an 8% return, but with your money compounding on each other, it's 200%, like you said. Exactly. It's 200%, exactly. right? Exactly. It's 200%. And I'll be honest, like, you, there's, there's people that are amazing at picking individual stocks. Don't get me wrong. Um, a lot of people make a lot of money on individual stocks, but it's not the easiest thing to do to make a 200% return on an individual stock. Right. It's not. No, um, not at all. Unless if like you're, you said, you're, you're um, unless yeah. if you're a great with, picker, with, which majority yeah, of people are not. Picker, which yeah. which nine, 95 percent of the population is not. Exactly. Right. Um, and so with index fund investing, it's so passive. You're, you're taking a natural phenomenon in compound interest and you're guaranteeing yourself two 200 percent returns. It's it's just. It's a powerful concept. Exactly. Because like just think it gets me fired up. Yeah, and, oh, it definitely gets you fired up because basically at the end of the day, the main goal is to reach your investment goals and to be able to set yourself up for that for that rich life, right? For whatever that means to you. That can mean so many different things. Um, for me, it means by the time I'm older, I want to be able to travel anytime. If I can go 
to any country I want. If I want to go to Colombia or Nicaragua or back to Thailand or something, that's that's yeah. what that's what I want to do, right? So if I'm able to set myself long term to put myself in that position by dollar cost averaging and by getting those high rates of return on investment and things like that, that's pretty much what it's all about. Um, I yeah, no, I think it's, I, I mean, I, I love the fact, I think index funds are by far just amazing um, because like you said, Jordan, it's passive. You don't have to check it every day. You don't have to worry about like, oh, is it up? Is it down? Because for the most part, we all have, we all have day jobs. We all have other forms of income that we're actually spending a lot of our time like working to build. So let's not utilize so much time in the day to trade stocks and do things like that because at the end i mean it's just that's gambling anyway hey it's ivan and thank you for listening to the lfg podcast we appreciate your support and please feel free to leave a rating and review we look forward to hearing your feedback and how we can include more interesting personal finance topics we want to get you more involved with topic suggestions feel free to dm us or leave a detailed review about what you would like to hear let's grow together Disclaimer, of course, a lot of disclaimer, a like I always say, disclaimer, we're not FAs. <laughs> we're not yeah. advising you on anything. We're just talking about personal experience and always do your own due diligence. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're right. It, it is super passive. Uh, I'd say for somebody that is, is starting out, you really couldn't go wrong with index funds. You know, that's what's worked out for us. So it's been great. Well, yeah, like, um, actually, I mean, that this is actually since we're kind of just chopping it up today anyways and going over stuff like what was that first form of investing like what got you into investing Jordan? like what was the first thing like you ever bought like if you really think about it uh like <laughs> well so like like personally yeah my dad my dad actually set up a um, like a mutual fund for me when i was i think 12. Okay. and then i remember when i started working when i was 15 and a half mm -hmm. i put like 175 a month in it wow okay um, probably for like five years and like, so I got to see like the power of compound pretty, pretty early, yeah. um, which was cool, which was cool. It, it like, you never really think of it that way, you know, until you start to understand the concepts, but yeah. really, I guess, started getting like really into investing probably three years ago. Yeah. Um, and I just immediately funded my, my Roth IRA for that year and just maxed it out. Yeah. Right. And there you go. <laughs> just max it out, put in an index fund, max it out. And then to be honest, I really didn't delve into individual stocks um until march when COVID happened yeah i know that was like um, the best buy time because i'm just like a big believer in index funds and then obviously in, in, a, in a vanguard fund we all know about btsax <laughs> yeah you own you own all those individual stocks mm -hmm. right like it's one big fund that owns thousands of individual stocks so technically you do own individual stocks when you own an index fund but exactly. um in terms of like buying individual stuff no i, I, I didn't start until march um and shoot with with this past week uh and the, and the vaccine and all these tweets that trump put out man i had i had some good gains that i actually sold so it was it was cool it was a cool week how about yeah, you winning week winning week it was, yeah, it was it was it was a good winning week. it's funny dude because like for me like i remember as a kid i was probably like i don't know maybe eight nine years old and my dad like at first told me about the stock market and how like oh you can like put your money away into something and it'll grow and i was like oh that's pretty cool so yeah I understood the concept of it, but really didn't, I don't even think I bought my first stock till I was probably in college. And then um, I remember the first stock I actually like really bought in like a, a big amount. I remember I bought 
a stock called it's actually still around too and it's killing it <laughs> i bought this stock called it was called cryoport and that was like it dude and it's in it's so it's like in the biotech industry it's funny but yeah if you guys want to check it out it's called cyrx i don't even have it anymore but that thing is boomed over the years i think i've seen uh, i've heard you talking about CYRX. yeah <laughs> but uh but no i think that was like the first thing i ever bought and then of course like with my 401ks and iras like i'm always just dollar cost average into index funds for the most part and a couple etfs and things but I mean, I usually yeah. just try to stay, I try to stay more conservative. Sometimes I'll, sometimes just because we're younger, it's easier for us to be a little bit more aggressive um, with our portfolio. So, um, so yeah, so sometimes well, I'll mix that up too, but yeah, that's pretty much. In your index funds, are you, I'm hundred percent in stocks. Are you in your index fund? Yeah. Like you're, you're yeah, it's, no yeah. It's all, it's yeah. just aggressive growth. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's pretty much just how I grow with it. I'm pure, I'm pure aggressive growth as well. Exactly. I think too, one thing that we have done and we would, you know, encourage you guys to do is what's worked for us, um, is just diversify, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when we say diversify, we don't necessarily mean diversify in terms of like, whether you have cash, bonds, stocks, index funds, although that's a good way to diversify as well. I think what's important to diversify is the types of accounts you have, right? So we have like a 401k, a Roth 401k, an IRA, a Roth IRA. And then obviously we talked about how much we love the taxable brokerage because of the unlimited potential to grow at such a rapid rate. Mm -hmm. So um, don't like put all your eggs in one basket and don't put everything in a 401k. Don't put everything in a Roth IRA. You want to have multiple investment accounts, multiple streams of income that way um, you can mitigate your risk, right? That's, that's what it comes down to. Exactly. I think it's all yeah. about, yeah. I mean, at the end of our days when we're no longer, you know, wanting to work or when we're able to retire and we're set up to that point, I think it's really just about buckets, right? So like we all need yeah. multiple buckets because one bucket's not going to do it for you. Like you can even look at older individuals today that just have the social security income bucket, right? And I know some of us know grandparents or older individuals in our families that have that. And it's, it's really, it's not a pretty sight. You can see how tough it is. And for us, social security won't be there anyway. So we have to really start building these buckets and these buckets can come in multiple forms. So yeah. absolutely love that. Love, love the bucket concept. Yeah, yeah no, you want to make sure and, and buckets too, uh, in your, in your life right now before retirement, right? Yeah. Get, I feel like this is one thing we emphasize probably in a couple of the early episodes, get organized, get organized. Mm -hmm. So if you have specific savings goals, specific investment goals, um, I know my online bank, they allow me to create uh, online savings accounts and I can name them. So if you're saving for a Europe trip, make an online savings specifically for that Europe trip and, and title it Europe trip. That way you know exactly where that money Love is it. when it, when it comes down to you know, to allocate those funds and pay for what you need to. So get organized. Remember, check your finances every single day. Spend five to 10 minutes. So, so important. Mm -hmm. um, understand what your money's doing because we all work so hard, you know? We really do. We really do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of other things that we've kind of gone over a little bit. And I think one of the big things for us is getting you know, getting the audience more involved too. I think, you know, hearing more stories and, you know, letting us hear more about what you guys want to hear about is, I think is great. Um, and, you know, I had a quick talk with one of our, our buddies the other week and 
he was like, oh man, this is great stuff. Like, I love hearing what I'm hearing, but like, you know, what happens if I don't want to, or what happens if I can't invest a large sum of money and I can only invest a little, a, a small sum of money. And I told him, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm the same way. Sometimes I don't put in boatloads of money. Um, when I'm investing, I just put in what I can put in and I just care about the return on investment. It's just, it's really that percentage of return on investment and it's just getting started. It's really just getting yeah. started. You gotta, yeah, yeah. You just gotta, I don't care if it's five bucks, 10 bucks, hundred bucks, thousand bucks. If you get started, it's, you'll just see it over time and it's time is everything. Time is money. Absolutely. It's all about taking action. Start early, start often, and let compound take over. You don't have to do anything except remove your thumbs. I promise. <laughs> seriously, man. Seriously. Move your thumbs, baby. It's the name of the game. Move your thumbs. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty much that's it for today. Um, next week, we're actually going to delve into – I know you guys are like, man, this guy always uses the word delve, but I love it. But we're going to delve into <laughs> – <laughs> we're going to get deeper into um, – the holiday season. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, your holiday spending and how you can go about maybe maximizing and like taking advantage of spending money during the holidays and actually like yeah. being paid back a little bit. So I think, um, cause the thing is, if you're spending a lot of money in the holidays and you have the money, why not receive a benefit at the same time? So we're going to talk about some, you know, credit card usage and bonuses and ways that you can come across some great deals like that. And Jordan, I mean, you want to talk a little bit about that or what we're going to go into yeah, next week? Yeah, ne next week, guys, next week, I'm not exaggerating. Next week, we are going to give you the blueprint for spending zero money on your Christmas gifts. If you want to know how to spend zero dollars on Christmas gifts, utilizing credit cards, usually utilizing savings bonuses, checking bonuses, you're going to want to tune in. It's something that um, a lot of us do. We're, we're really adept at it. Yeah. We, we maximize it to the fullest extent. Um, and if you're going to spend that money and, and you're responsible with credit cards, it's, it's the best thing in the world. So it's, it's going to be an episode you don't want to miss. Yeah. Keyword responsible, but yeah, looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Uh, like I always say, stay positive, stay healthy, stay safe out there. That's fucking girl. Peace. <laughs>